Welcome to the Roadmap to Wealth show. The show is hosted by the Invest Tribe community, a total European resource for anyone looking to succeed in all sorts of investing. Real estate, stock market, bonds and ETFs, cryptocurrency, foreclosure, peer-to-peer lending, business and startups. Before we get to today's interview, if you are a new listener, be sure to go to investtribe.org and subscribe because we offer content, tools and an international community of experts, newbies and everyone in between to help people to learn investing, network, find partners, deals and financing and make the best investing decisions possible. Let us start the show. Welcome to another episode of Roadmap to Wealth podcast. Today we are going to talk with Josh Elich. Josh Elich launched upmyinfluence.com to help entrepreneurs attract the perfect audiences and grow their brands without the crazy cost associated with traditional fair companies. Josh is a weekly TV consumer expert in Orlando, writes a syndicated newspaper column to 1.1 million leaders, and regularly appears on more than 75 TV stations across the country. All told, Josh appeared in the media more than 2,000 times. Welcome, Josh. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. So, can you tell me about the time you started Up My Influence? How did it all start? Sure. So, uh, I actually, about 12 years ago, launched my other company, Savings Angel. And at the time, I, it was a great idea. I could help consumers cut their grocery bill in half. Uh, and uh, But I had no money. And, and ah. you have to have money to invest to let people know, hey, I'm in business. I mean, it's awareness. It's visibility. Because if you don't have visibility, then you could have the best business idea in the world. You could be the best you know, at what you do on the planet. But if nobody knows about it, you're just not going to do any business. Absolutely. And that's a problem because that's where all of our sales and revenue comes from. Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, you know, that gives us data to test with. And that's really critical in the first few years. Like you have to know what people want and you won't know that really truly until you go to market and, and the market will tell you what they're willing to pay for. And if you can, if you can do enough testing and you can come up with the perfect mousetrap and you can help a lot of good people. Yes, I see. What was the hardest challenge or decision oh, that you had to make with Up My Influence? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, with Up My Influence, I think at the beginning, it was even though, uh, even though I had a really big business with Savings Angels. So I've been in the media over 2,000 times. Um, we generated over $6 million in revenue. Uh, I was really well known in that world making the transition then because I, 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 as I was doing a lot of pro bono work for, uh, you know, other entrepreneurs in our local startup community, uh, they were having success with what I was teaching it. But you have to understand that like, even though I was a respected name in the couponing world, (laughs) coming over in the media world and, you know, being a, a leader to entrepreneurs, I had to start all the way over again. I mean, it was helpful that I had some success to speak of, but no, you just, you don't just show up and, you know, get picked as a feature speaker on day one. So, uh, and my, my savings angel audience and my up, my influence audience, they're pretty different. I mean, there's very, very little crossover. So I was, I was hoping that there would be more people in my savings angel audience that would be interested 
in helping them get in the media and there was like next to none. <laughs> Those folks just want to save money at the grocery store. So that, that's fine. That's fine. I love, I love my savings angel peeps. Uh, but yeah, I had to start all the way over. And so sometimes that can be disheartening, uh, you know, especially if you're used to a certain level of success and then you come over and, you know, you're, you're pretty much chopped liver. <laughs> in other words, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, you got to start all the way over and build an audience from scratch. But, you know, the good news is um, you just grind away at it and, you know, it's not going to happen overnight and that's okay. For the vast majority of us, it's showing up day after day after day after day, yeah. giving good stuff on social media, serve your social media audience, and it might take years and years and that's really how it's done. You know, these people who believe that you can, you know, just get rich quick overnight, you can become famous overnight. Uh, the only way you can do that is if someone famous kind of uh, knights you. <laughs> and um, yeah, other than that, and, and we actually, that's kind of what, you know, we try to do that and that can really speed up the process. But otherwise, yeah, you just have to grind it out and earn your way to the top. Yes, I see. Yeah, I feel that you're very passionate about your business. So what makes you feel passionate about that, my influence? Oh, it's definitely. So at the beginning, um, you know, I was very passionate about making money to pay my bills. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that really drove me, uh, if I'm being honest. Uh, there's, there's nothing like, yeah, there's nothing like, uh, you know, uh, a heating bill that is due in four days and you don't have the money to pay for it. Yes, that'll good. get you, that'll put you into action. Uh, obviously, you know, as, as that starts to happen, you're like, okay, you start working with clients and then your clients have successes like, you know, Amanda Bea who doubled her income and revenue uh, her, and profit um, from, from our work together. You know, it's, it's getting really, really good people um, you know, and turning them into a household name and then seeing them be celebrated and you know it's because of the work that uh, that we did together, that's very, very cool. Um, you know, and it's it's really nice then when they give you a shout out, you know, when they as they get uh, bigger and bigger, um, that, that's really, really cool too. But it, it's absolutely seen the transformation. And see, this is really critical because – um, you know, we have a belief that everybody has a message that can positively impact the world. If it's only about money, it's going to be so hard for you to grind this out and grinding it out is what you need to do. So you have to figure out what your why is and you have to focus on that. So what gets me out of bed in the morning is not the money. I appreciate you know, being compensated for over delivering on what I provide. But it's, it's the impact that I have in the world. And, and Elena, I know that if I don't do what I do, people are going to suffer. I know that if people don't learn about me, then they could potentially blow $25,000 on a bad PR firm. I did that. That's, that's kind of normal if you really want to get press. Or they will suffer from stagnation in business because they just won't get enough momentum in that department. It's really hard to do on your own. You really have to treat it like a part-time job. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. It might happen in bits and pieces, but if you really want to get momentum and really start skyrocketing your brand and, and your visibility and your influence and your authority, 
it really does take a lot of concerted effort. I mean, this, this is Michael Gerber e-myth stuff. You know, the number one job of a business owner is to grow your business. Uh, but most of us, unfortunately, I think get caught in the trap of just doing the work or, or operations or fulfilling, uh, you know, whatever our services are. And that's not what we should be doing. You know, you need to hire other people, give them amazing opportunities to be a part of what you're doing, but someone needs to be at the top and she or he, uh, you know, needs to wake up every morning thinking about how can I grow my business? How can I impact more lives? Thank you very much. You just mentioned that you appeared more than 2,000 times in media. How did it happen? <laughs> okay, so there, there's, some, there's absolutely some core principles that, that I've used. Now, we could talk about you know, the nuts and bolts of that, like what did I say and that sort of thing. Um, I, um, another, if you're really interested in what I'm talking about and you want another free resource, um, you can find me on YouTube. I do a lot of YouTube videos that talks very specifically about who I talk to, what I say, how I say it, when I say it, which is really critical. Uh, but if you just go to upmyinfluence.com, click on my YouTube channel. I'm not asking you to subscribe or anything, whatever. Just go check it out if you really are interested in the nuts and bolts because then we can start talking about things like newsjacking. Um, and, and I'll just summarize it this way. Okay. Um, when, you, when you pitch anybody, it's really important that you understand that trying to pitch somebody about you as a business owner and you want them to do a story featuring you because blah, 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 that's not a good story. Like, no, what that's that's not news. No one's going to be interested in that. However, if you latch onto something uh, that is trending in social right now, uh, people are talking about things that are happening on the calendar. You know, like uh, back to school is coming up, and you're you know I'm a consumer expert, so that's a layup for me. Because all I have to do is say, hey, you know, our tax-free holiday is coming up. Love to do a story about that and strategies and tips that parents could be doing so they could save more money. No producer in Central Florida where I live is going to say no to that. So it's, it's a guarantee, yes, as long as when they check me out, I look legit. And that's so critical because if you have a janky website, um, if you've got no press kit, uh, if your social media is non-existent or it just looks really like amateur hour or you just don't have any social proof, it's going all of this stuff, it's going to be a lot harder. And mm -hmm. believe it or not, some of the stuff that I just mentioned is very superficial, but it, it absolutely works. You, you, you just have to do it. You've got to play the game. You've got, it's like if you want to be a public speaker, you have to have a speaker kit. If absolutely. you don't have a speaker kit, you can still get some speaking gigs from time to time. You're just not going to get any inbound opportunities. Okay. So we want that. Or when you do apply, they're going to check you out and then they're going to say, okay, no, it just doesn't look like that's what you do professionally. So yeah, so you got to, you got to look the part and then you also have to lead with service in mind. Like you cannot expect that you're going to work with the media so that you can sell your stuff. If you have sales on your breath, 
Like they can tell that you're just trying to promote your thing. Forget it. It's over. It's done. They're not going to work with you. Uh, as I'm, I've been a syndicated newspaper columnist for eight, nine years. Elena, I get bad pitches nearly every day. And oh. most of them are from bad PR firms. And the clients are paying their PR firms big money. And basically today's PR firms, uh, not all of them, but a majority of them are just glorified spammers. And it's, it's sad. Yes, it's sad, I see. So finally, how do you turn a digital entrepreneur into media celebrity? Right. And so it starts with that authority. So what do I mean? Well, where does authority come from? Very simple. Authority comes from three places. Number one, does it look like you and you and all consumers are expecting this, by the way, because anytime they hear about you, they're going to check you out. And what does checking you out mean? They're, they're going to look at your website and make some judgments about you very superficially, I might add. And number two, they're probably going to do a Google search for you. And number three, when they go to your website, they're probably going to want to click on your social media icons just to see how popular you are. So number one is your evidence of success. Do you have mm -hmm. testimonials? Do you have some sort of, like, I want to know, does it really work? I want to know, did you really achieve the success or are you just trying to sell me a bill of goods that you don't really have any evidence that it works? Like, I don't want to be a guinea pig. So people are really, really protective of their time and they'll spend 20 minutes, 20 minutes researching somebody before they'll spend 15 minutes on a call with them because mm -hmm. they don't want to go down the path and get locked in with someone that's really not going to solve their problem. They don't want to be sold to. That's number one. Number two is going to be uh, your um, social proof. So I mentioned this, your social media. Your social media follower count, it matters. Like it's a metric that you're judged on. So again, we'll use the example of being a public speaker. Um, so a public speaker that has... A uh, hundred thousand followers is going to get more. Is going to get paid more money than than the speaker who has five thousand followers. It's just a fact uh, because it's a, a a speaker that has a hundred thousand followers can say, well, "I'm going to promote this event," and you know they're going to put in their speaker kit that they have this big audience that that it's validating them because when when we are checking out a company or let's say you're paying to advertise on Facebook, um, which is getting harder and harder and harder, by the way. It's just not working like it used to. And yes, there, are a lot of really smart, there are a lot of smart Facebook ads people that are telling you, you're going to have to keep sharp here because it's these waters are getting harder and harder and harder uh, to, to win. So anyway, uh, it, let's say that I see your ad I'm going to say, okay, well, who are these guys or who is this gal? I'll do a quick Google search or I'll go to the website, look at the website, make a judgment, looking for things like media logos, that sort of thing. Um, but anyway, social proof, uh, that's going to be big because I, I don't want to get left behind. I, I like to know if, if everyone thinks that this is really good, okay, well, there must be something there and I should spend some more time. And all you're trying to do is get 10 more seconds with that person on your website. Just get another 10 seconds here. Get another 15 seconds here. Get as much time. Relationships are built uh, upon time together. And the longer you can get them you know, to, to pay attention to you, 
the more that relationship is going to move forward. And, and so finally, I would add Elena, number three would be your associations. And I kind of referenced this earlier. If influencers, you're working with influencers and they say you're awesome because you're doing joint ventures together, that's going to rub off on you. But more importantly today, I like exclusive media. So again, if TechCrunch says something nice about your company, you put that logo on your site, people can click and they can see exactly what that was. That matters. The fact that I've been on TV over 700 times and I've got lots of video of me on TV. If you look at my Savings Angel YouTube channel, for example, yeah, that... you know, people are going to think a little bit more highly of me. The fact that the Tony Robbins organization invited me to speak to his business mastery audience. When you learn that about me, hopefully your opinion of me goes up another 1%. Uh, Social media marketing world, I speak there. Again, you know, when you learn these things about me, it's all very intentional. And so when you go to my website, I don't care if you engage with me or just lurk or just spy on me, like Mm -hmm. copy what I do because I can tell you scientifically that it works very, very well. And so, yeah, so those, again, just to review real quick, it's evidence of success is number one. Number two is social proof. Number three is your associations. Those three things are where today's authority comes from. And if you can build a solid foundation there, your influence is going to be really easy to create. Thank you, Josh. It's absolutely amazing. I will use it for myself and I hope my listener will use this advice too. So the next question is, what was your best experience since you started Up My Influence? The, the best experience? experience yes, uh, best success. Oh, uh, gosh. Um, you know, the, the, the little celebrations, um, you know, when I am able to get invited uh, to to uh, to share my story or to uh, you know share uh, you know my experiences or wisdom with new audiences. I mean that's always so rewarding. So an invitation to speak, um, you know, an invitation to work with a people that I've admired for years and years and years. Um, I mean that feels really really good. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think it's, you know, the, big, the biggest thing, again, is, you know, doing a, and I do a lot of interviews with my clients, and I'll actually put those interviews on my website, and I'll just say, hey, tell me about your honest experience, good, or, good bad, or ugly, in, in how we've worked together, and then they start going on, and they're like, Josh, you have no idea what, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what, like, these opportunities that I've had as a result of you know, being on stage, you know, being on these virtual stages or, you know, being celebrated in the media like this. I mean, it's, it's really been, it's really impacted my business. Like I, I, I will tell you, I mean, that's, that is the most, that, that feels so, so, so good. Uh, when, when I read that or when I hear that or when I, um, you know, when they share that with me. So yeah, I, I, I love that stuff. Thank you very much. So, now it's a time for fun questions for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? A super follower? Superpower. Oh, I, I would hope that, see, it, here's the reality. Influencers do have the power to wave their magic wand. And when I talk about like being yes. knighted by an influencer. Yes. Uh, listen, the reality is, 
Can they make you uh, famous overnight? Yeah, they can. You show up on, you know, back in the day, you know, if you showed up on Oprah's stage uh, or you were included in Oprah's favorite things or Oprah's talking about your book, yep, guess what? You're going to sell a lot of books. Uh, you know, so, you know, again, you know, whether it's social media influencers, um, you know, it, it really matters. I'll, my, my experience is that you don't have to work necessarily with the celebrity influencers. In fact, I am much, a much bigger fan of, you know, if I had a super fan, I would love if they were like a major macro influencer or professional influencer within a niche or industry. And say, for example, um, you know, one of the smartest gals or guys in real estate, for example. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I had somebody like that, I mean, that would be amazing. Um, you know, I'd love to have, you know, I've been to a lot of Tony Robbins events. Uh, you know, I'm sure he doesn't have a clue who I am, <laughs> uh, but I've, his organization, you know, I've had yeah. the opportunity to work, do some work with. And so, um, yeah, it'd be nice if, you know, he's like, Josh Ellens, Josh Ellens, who is this guy? <laughs> and, and, oh, I love what he's doing. You know? So yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yes. Speaking of it, if you could have dinner with any three people dead or alive, who would it be and why? Well, number one is I'm going to go with um, Honest Abe Lincoln, uh, just simply because I'd say one of the things that I think is toughest for myself and so many others is dealing with perseverance. And, uh, you know, there's been some great people that have dealt with a lot of perseverance uh, over the years. But, you know, the more I learn about how he was able to forgive his detractors, how he was able to carry on when he was vilified, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's, um, I mean, he obviously, he's a really great example. Uh, I would go for Victor Frankel, you know, there's another one. But I think if, if there's one skill, Elena, I could master, it would be learning from those who succeeded despite their circumstances. Like they had the worst. So I'm going to put Abraham Lincoln. I'm going to put Victor Frankl in there, man search for meaning. Uh, and then I'm also probably going to put um, Napoleon Hill just simply because, you know, he made this his life's pursuit to figure out the things. And you learn this and think and grow rich, man, there's some pretty far out stuff in that book. Some stuff that for the time was I mean, was just shocking. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was really, I mean, it was really out there. Now he was very smart to 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 use a lot of disclaimers for the people who were not ready for the stuff he was talking about. Uh, but man, you want to learn like you know the you know laws of attraction. You want to learn. I mean, that stuff. You know, this is what the top uh, you know titans of industry. This is what they had in common. They had figured this stuff out. Uh, you know, being able to tap into a, a greater intelligence. Now that sounds really woo-woo, airy-fairy. Yeah. But I'm telling you, if if they are doing it, and a lot of other very very successful people, you know, some people call it inspiration. Some people call it getting answers to prayer. Some people, you know, they're communing with spirit or whatever it is, or like. Whatever their thing is, like however yeah. they describe it, like their conscience, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. It's all the same thing, in my opinion. And so that would be an example, man. If I could spend some time with Napoleon Hill, I would love to drill him down on some of that stuff um, and and learn. 
Thank you very much. What do you think? What skills or habits uh, helped you to become successful? Yeah, and, and before, so one of my business, so I had a number of businesses that failed. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them failed and some of them failed really spectacularly. One of the businesses that failed spectacularly was that I had started a small town newspaper, in fact, uh, and a blog. And this was back before blogs even existed. So this was uh, early 2000, I'm going to say early 2001, 2002. I started a small town newspaper uh, and, um, you know, I was really engaged with the website, you know, really just kind of trying to merge the two. Uh, But it's it's a tough business. So for me to make money, I needed to sell advertising. And it was very, very awkward for me to sell. Like I felt like I was always trying to convince people of something in the back of my mind. And so I was afraid of sales. I was afraid of rejection. I was afraid of being insincere. Um, I was afraid that they were going to judge me. Uh, I don't know, all these fears. And so guess what? I failed really, really bad. Like I ended up having to declare personal bankruptcy. I ended up uh, losing a home as a result of oh that God. bad business because my fear kept me from doing the thing that I needed to do. So the next five years, I worked as an independent contractor, as a freelancer in sales. And uh, so I worked with a, a network of law firms and my job was to sell legal services. And mm-hmm. I did that for five years. And it the first year, I mean, it really sucked. It was so far out of my comfort zone. But Elena, it forced me to do the thing that I, I really needed. And, and I, I finally got to the point where I learned that sales has nothing to do with convincing people of things. It, it, nothing. It just has to do with you know, solving people's problems and how can you serve them and you know, whatever the product or service that you have, it happens to be an arrow in your quiver. And you know, at, in understanding that and exercising that, Time after time after time after, I mean, I had probably easily, easily over a thousand sales conversations with people. Uh, so when I started Savings Angel, that was a walk in the park. <laughs> yes, like I, had already, already, yes. I had already worked out all those muscles. And mm-hmm. so that, that was so, I, I don't listen, I don't have a problem with sales now because I never feel like I'm having a sales conversation. It's mm-hmm. just about, you know, it's, you know, give, give people great advice, serve them, bring them value, and then, you know, share with them how well we could work together. And this is what that would look like. Let me know. Totally your call. I say that phrase a lot, by the way, totally your call. You know, it just, I want to relax people and just like, I'm going to follow their lead. And, you know, if it turns out they're not quite ready for what I have to offer, like they're not ready for the major leagues. Like I'll tell them like, listen, get this, 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 and this done. And why don't we talk in a few months? And, you know, if you're ready, you know, to go out on stages, then, then, you know, happy to chat and let's see if it makes sense for us to do something together. Thank you. Uh, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, so the next question is, what are you not very good at? Yeah, bad news. Uh, you know, bad news, uh, you know, criticism if it were criticism from like a social media person, I don't know, like I, I don't really care. Um, if I were to ever get negative feedback from someone I care about, mm-hmm. oof, that's, it's tough. 
Like I know I need that. Like I really need that information, but if I'm being honest, it's tough. Like it, um, you know, it, it impacts, uh, it impacts my emotional well-being. Um, it's just, I, I wish I weren't that way. Like I wish that, you know, I could take criticism, um, in stride. Uh, but, but, you know, I, I guess it comes down to, I don't want to disappoint people. Like it's so critical and it doesn't happen very often. Uh, but you know, things are going to change and, um, you know, we have clients that will join us and, and maybe their, their priorities will change. Um, and, and sometimes on their way out, you know, they, I don't know. I, it's, I'm just trying to think of like when it does happen. It, like I said, it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's like, I feel like I failed, even though it probably had nothing to do with me. I mean, it had more to do with them than it had to do with me still. Like, I feel like, Oh, if I only would have done this, if I only would have said this, you know, maybe I could have, you know, inf- you know, help them in a different way. It's so that's tough. Like, uh, and you know, I think like a lot of people, like, I, I mean, I will legitimately feel depression or anxiety over some of that stuff. And, you know, anxiety, listen, my wife is a family therapist. She's a very good one. Mm. Uh, but I can tell you right now, like anxiety, it's a global epidemic right now. Um, yes. I don't know why, uh, but it, it really is like, we just, we worry about stuff and, um, yeah. So it's, uh, you know, I, I wish, uh, it's not about wishing. Like I, I, I think it's my goal right now to continue to get more and more resilient to that stuff, which is why I wanted to spend some time with, you know, uh, honest Abe Lincoln, uh, kind of get his, his point of view on that. I think he'd have some good insight. Thank you very much. Me too. I also need for this feedback sometimes. And uh, when it's uh, negative, Yes, sometimes it, it, it's pretty difficult for me to, to, to take it. But, you know, we yeah. all need negative feedback because it, it's, it makes us grow and actually to act better and to live better. Uh, what is your tip to make the world a better place? How do you make the world a better place? Oh, gosh. Well, so right now there are a lot of great business owners. There are a lot of great business professionals. And their aim is to make their mark in the world. Like they want to help people. The problem is um, those layers of obscurity, right? They, they haven't yet broken through to that next level of audience size. So my job is to make that happen. And uh, the so because we believe that everybody has a message that can positively impact the world, what do we do? Well, we turn thoughtful entrepreneurs into media celebrities. So we take those people that can, can have that positive impact and we make that a reality for them. And if we don't do what we do, then they don't get that opportunity. And so that's what drives me. So collectively, now, if we look across all of our clients, you know, across the globe, um, you know, their individual impact we're able to magnify that by orders of, you know, orders of magnitude. Uh, and that's, that's our impact is, is actually empowering other people. And, you know, at the beginning, you hope it works because it worked for me. So, uh, you know, so when you start seeing those little evidences, it's like, whoa, this thing really works. Like we can really help people, you know, and now, you know, the fact that we've, you know, helped over a thousand people by now, uh, it's really, really cool. Like, um, and it, it truly is an honor uh, to put other people's uh, why 
you know, make that the thing that I'm most excited about. And, and trust me, like I can help some, I can figure out the why, or I can drill down to the why for some pretty boring stuff. Like you would think, well, that doesn't really make a difference. No. Why do we do what we do? What happens if people don't get what we have? What are the consequences of that? And eventually, like if I work with someone, like we got to figure out what that why is. And if I can figure out what that why is, and I can like with bulldog tenacity, focus on, okay, my mission is to make your why happen. And uh, so that, that really, really motivates. So that's, that's my impact. And I'm so grateful. Uh, it's, it's very humbling because, and, and I realized that I had to do what I do because there aren't too many people on the planet that have been in the media over 2000 times. And then out of that group, how many of those people were able to make millions and millions and millions of dollars in business? And then out of that group, how many of those people have the willingness or ability or the technology or the platform or the ability to communicate in a way where they can help other people do that? I had those three things and I said, you know what? There's probably not more than a couple dozen people on the planet that have my area of expertise. Elena, I have to do what I do. I have no choice in the matter. Like it's, it's pretty much been forced upon me. And I'm okay with that. Like I realize for me, this is a calling. This is not just a job. And you're absolutely passionate about it. I can feel it. <laughs> so what is your upcoming project? Do you have something next? Well, you know, again, it's, it's, always, um, it, it's always serving uh, a bigger and bigger audience. So for us, you know, we, we do a lot of services where we take someone that's coming in. Generally, they have some success. We don't work with a lot of entry-level entrepreneurs. Um, we pretty much just give free stuff to them. So mm-hmm. just, you know, free YouTube, podcasts, you know, all articles like tools, resources. Re, you know, I give a list of free things you can be doing. Um, and that's how we serve that audience. And so, However, um, I realize that there's only so much I can do if we only have a pro bono relationship. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, our, our, what this year has really been about creating products and services that someone who has fewer resources, uh, what can we provide them so that they can do a makeover uh, if they want to be a media influencer? What is a how what what can we deliver that would really easily fit their budget and it's really going to work and it's really you know it's going to get them invested at their level um, so that's what we've really been working on this year um, so we've we're launch we've been launching a media influencer makeover um, making it very affordable um, and that that's my heart right now because uh, we we choose to demo- one of our core values is democratization mm-hmm. we want everybody to have access to this. We want everybody to be able to sit at the cool table with the other influencers. And we know that the fastest way to get there is you have to demonstrate your authority. And if you can do that, you demonstrate your authority and start to build upon your influence. Guess what? You can work and get anywhere you want. I want you to be on the stage, not just another face in the crowd. Thank you. So before we end up, can you share the best advice for your listeners? Yeah. So the, honestly, the best advice is authority and earning the respect of people that are, they're very casual to you. Like they don't really know you that well, but they're willing to 
find out a little bit more about you. That audience is enormous compared to the number of people that are actually calling you. The people that are calling you or emailing you or joining your newsletter or whatever, like that's a pretty small group of people that get down to that level in the filter. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, you have to, again, you know, for visualizing a funnel, when people, the people going into the top of your funnel, for most of us, the vast majority of the people, they bounce right out. And Mm -hmm. so you need to be able to offer them a compelling offer, but they're not even going to consider that because their email is currency and most people are not going to give you their email address. So how can we get, how can we, you know, uh, by an order of 10 to 20 times, how can we get that 90% that didn't give you their email address? Well, you have to earn their respect. And so I really want the pursuit of understanding authority marketing to be a part of your day-to-day entrepreneurial leadership practice. So as you're building your business, you have to be building your own personal brand. You need to be building your own personal authority and you have to communicate that. It's not enough to just go out and teach an audience, you then have to repack it. You have to take that, you know, whatever you did, you have to package that up. You need to deliver that on your social media. You need to build a press kit. You need to communicate. I'm kind of a little bit of a rock star. And you do that in a way that's authentic. You know, it's not braggadocious. It's just, it's letting them know it's lowering the digital barrier because the vast majority of people are not going to meet you in person for the first time. They're going to meet you digitally for the first time. And mm. so, Elena, like I love on your website, you know, you've got great photos of yourself you. <laughs> on, on, your, on your website. Listen, great quality photos, you know, think of it as like internet dating. Is, yeah. does, do great photos matter in a, in, a, in a dating profile? They're critical. It's, you won't get past square one if you have bad photos. Mm-hmm. Same thing goes in business. I know it sounds superficial, but honestly, great quality photos communicate I'm, I'm, you know, that, that you are actually more successful than someone if you have bad quality photos. It really, really, really matters. So, um, so you know, again, if you're interested in this topic, I'm happy to teach pro bono. You know, I, I've got lots of YouTube videos that will help out. They're totally free. Uh, you know, we do have um, a, a free webinar that we do. Uh, and that one, I mean, it's really a 101 in how to become a media celebrity and how to work, you know, very specifically how to work on your authority. Um, if you're interested, great, totally your call, but you can find that at upmyinfluence.com and uh, totally free, happy to, happy to serve. Thank you, Joe, for all those advices. So what is the best way to reach you? Um, yeah, honestly, you know, everything, you know, that I mentioned, it all starts from our website at upmyinfluence.com. Uh, you know, if you're only interested in the YouTube, then just scroll down to the bottom and click my YouTube link and, you know, watch a few videos. And I, I, I think that if you, again, if you spend, you know, 30 minutes to an hour a week working specifically on your authority, it will change your life. Six to 12 months from now, 
your life will be completely different. It really has that big of an impact because of how consumer behavior has changed over the past 10 years. Uh, but yeah, upmyinfluence.com would be, that's where you want to go. And, and you could also take my free quiz as well, where I actually, you know, I'll take, you could take a, you know, what is your media influencer score? And I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then I'm going to tell you exactly what to do in order to fix that. Thank you very much George, for your time. It's a pleasure to have you on the show and see you next time. Thank you, Elena. Thank you for checking out the show. And don't forget, you can find all the resources, links, and show notes over at investtribe.org. See you next week on the Roadmap to Wealth show.